in a sense, today is the first day of a, of a three-day feast, similar to how we have the Easter Triduum. You know, we have Good Friday, we have Holy Saturday, and we have Easter Sunday. And to a much lesser degree, that, that happens right now. Of course, the two main ones are tomorrow, there's All Saints, and then the next day, All Souls. But today is the Eve of All Saints. And so, in a sense, this, these are, it's a three-day feast, one, one big celebration broken up into three, and they connect one to the next. So today, a day of preparation, a day of vigil, a day of fasting, penance. We can think of something to, to abstain from or some sort of fast or some sort of penance to do t- today to prepare ourselves to celebrate the great feast of all saints tomorrow, which is, of course, a holy day of obligation. We'll have Mass throughout the day tomorrow, several, several opportunities to come to Mass tomorrow. Please tell your friends. I know you all will be here, so you don't need to hear that. And then the next day, all souls, not a whole day of obligation, but also several, day, several masses offered throughout, throughout the day to pray for the souls in purgatory, to pray for those who are still being purified, who are, have not yet joined all the saints in heaven that we'll have celebrated just the day before. And you've heard me talk about relationship with God and how that's really the key to everything and that's the best type of prayer to go to God to develop our relationship with Him to go to God to get to know Him not necessarily to go to God to get something for ourselves that's another type of prayer okay that has its time and place we're we're children of the Father so we depend on the Father so we go to Him with our petitions yes definitely but to be able to go to Him to get to know Him to get to know who he is, to get to know his life. That's really the, the key, right? That's where the saints live. And so as we meditate on the saints and, and on the life of heaven, we can move in this direction as well. And of course, we see here an example of a disciple doing just that with Jesus. He didn't come to Jesus and say, Jesus, help me to have this thing that I need here on earth. Or Jesus, help me to answer this question to, this, to solve this problem that I have to figure out here on earth. And he said, Jesus, what is the kingdom of God like? What is the kingdom of God like, Jesus? I want to know you. I want to, and maybe he didn't know Jesus is the kingdom of God, but nonetheless, I want to know you. I want to follow you into heaven. What is that like? What is the kingdom of God like? To what can I compare it? And then the response, it is like a mustard seed that a man took and planted in the garden. When he was fully grown, it became a large bush, and the birds of the sky dwelt in its branches. This is an image that I think is extremely helpful, the image of a tree. Of course, Jesus here is saying that the the kingdom of God is like a tree, But remember, the kingdom of God can be lived out in us because Jesus is God and Jesus wants to develop his life in us. So the kingdom of God, heaven itself, can grow and mature and develop in us. And this image of this tree is extremely helpful. That we mature, we grow like a tree. And if we're producing bad fruits, it's not really that helpful to try to pluck out the bad fruits. So I just have to stop doing this. Maybe we can do that in a small way. But if we're producing bad fruits, a better question is, what is going on in my root system 
that is preventing me to develop, to mature in a healthy way. And our root system is our security in the Lord. The more grounded, the more secure we are in the Lord, the more we get to know Him, the more we develop our relationship with Him, the more our root system develops and grows. Therefore, the more the tree, the trunk matures, and the more we produce good fruits. So the Christian life is also like this, like a mustard seed that a man took and planted in the garden. A mustard, it's small, it's tiny. Our, our cooperation is to turn in the right direction, to go towards God, to, to participate in His life, to follow Him. But then it becomes fully grown. God develops His life in us. When He was fully grown, it became a large bush, and the birds of the sky dwelt in its branches. And we've, we've probably met people like this, or maybe you are someone like this, like a tree that the that birds of the sky dwell in your branches. Other people come and they find refuge in you, they find safety, they find security in you. Or they come and they sit under your shadow, under your shades, and have a picnic and enjoy an afternoon. We, we know people like this, that they're mature, that they're healthy, that their security is grounded. If we're not there yet, that's okay. Or if we're not like that, that's okay. And we're never like that perfectly on this side of heaven, but we continue to go to the Lord so that He can develop our security, so that we can mature and become like this tree. So one, one thing that you can do today to prepare to go forward in this three-day celebration, this three-day feast, is to read the Catechism on Heaven. You know, if we want to go more into this question, what is the Kingdom of God like? And there's seven or eight paragraphs in there. Those who die in God's grace and friendship are perfectly purified and are perfectly purified. So that's important. Not everybody that, go, that dies goes to heaven right away. We know that abstractly, but oftentimes in funerals we don't think that way, right? We think, oh, my loved one has died, so they're in heaven already. Well, if they were perfectly purified, then okay. But if not, they might be in purgatory and we want to pray for them. So All Souls Day in a couple of days, a special day to pray for our loved ones, especially. And our perfectly purified live forever with Christ. They are like God forever, for they see Him as He is face to face. This perfect life with the Most Holy Trinity, this communion of life and love with the Trinity, with the Virgin Mary, the angels, and all the blessed, is called heaven. What is heaven? It's life with the Trinity. Life with the Trinity. It's perfect after we die and get perfect and, become, and are perfectly purified or fully purified. It's perfect there. This life with the Trinity is perfect there. But it begins here. We begin living our life of heaven here by participating in life with the Trinity. Heaven is the ultimate end and fulfillment of the deepest human longings, the state of supreme, definitive, definitive happiness. Quote from St. Ambrose, For life is to be with Christ. Where Christ is, there is life. There is the kingdom. And of course, Christ is here in the Eucharist. So coming to Mass regularly, a way that we go deeper and deeper into the kingdom. And one last quote here from St. Cyprian. How great will your glory and happiness be to be allowed to see God 
to be honored with sharing the joy of salvation and eternal light with Christ your Lord and God, to delight in the joy of immortality in the kingdom of heaven with the righteous and God's friends.